Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the show. Hope you all are enjoying the shows and welcome to anyone who has not seen the shows before or listened to the shows. It's great to have you on board checking us out. Hope you're learning some things and uh, hey, look forward to hearing from you as well. So we're going to jump right in and this is an important message that I wanted to share uh, sitting back studying once again, doing my reading, and of course recently, uh, last month, I was blessed to be able to teach my group in Pakistan again, and this time they went on a little missions trip, and it truly was a blessing for sure, because there was some people that had never heard the gospel before, so I shared the gospel message, the good news about the kingdom of God, And nine people came to Christ. Praise God. Yes, it truly was a blessing. In fact, I want to show you the video real quick. So here's the video. Check it out. Amen. Can I see, raise the hands of those who asked Jesus Christ into their life this morning. Yes. Yes. Praise God. Yes. Oh, praise God. Praise God. That's wonderful. (laughs) Yes. Praise God. Isn't that awesome? So nine came to Christ. What an amazing missions trip for my people there, Catherine Glory and the gang going over and they set up the computer And I have a translator. He does an amazing job. And I share the message. He translates. And right before we were about to do the altar call and ask anybody if they want to ask Jesus Christ into their life, we lost our signal. Now, normally we'll lose the signal once or twice during the teaching or the preaching. And then we'll get the connection right back within a minute or two. But this time it took almost 15 minutes. And yeah, I got a little worried. I was like, okay, come on now. Right before we do an altar call, not today, Satan. You know my little sign back there, not today. And sure enough, I waited. They came back on a different screen. And they were praising and worshiping the Lord. It was beautiful. And then I went on and finished sharing the message in a Bible verse. And we prayed And I asked who had asked Jesus Christ to their life. And as you saw from the video, nine people stood up. It was truly a blessing. But the key thing to remember in all this, you know, we're talking about training and equipping the saints, including this guy getting training. Every single time I get into the word, it's all about training and learning, not just learning and saying, hey, God did that. Jesus did this. Jesus did that. Let's just ponder on what Jesus did. No, it's about Jesus did that so we could do what, right? 
Jesus did what he did, and it's documented in here, so we would know what we are able to do through the Holy Spirit to get out there and do what God called us to do, right? Love our neighbors, do good to others, pray for the sick, all those things, feed the hungry, widows and orphans. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're not just supposed to say, oh, that was great what Jesus did. That's good stuff. Let's just remind ourselves every Sunday of what Jesus did. No, Jesus did this. Now you get out there and do your part. You know what I mean? But in order to do that, it's good to be equipped. And of course, we've all heard the saying at a time or two when someone's telling a story and the story starts going off track. You know, they're doing really good. They're telling the story. And sometimes we've actually heard the stories that they're telling. So we're sitting there and we know what the story really is. And it's like, okay, come on, Frank. Come on now. You're getting wrap it up, buddy. Well, the story starts on track. And before you know it, it veers off with a bunch of added remarks. You got a bunch of trails going on and it's all over the place. And <laughs> the thought comes to mind get to the point it's running through your mind as you're looking at the person you're smiling going is there an end to this story would you tell us what we're supposed to do or what's this all about and the end result is what seemed to be a simple message turns into a long drawn out story and that's why i titled this one stick to the script because this is really important not for the listener but for the person who's actually doing the talking. It's just like the old saying where the preacher went to go preach a message and this young lady was at the front and she held up a sheet of paper and it said kiss on it. And he got embarrassed, like what in the world's going on here? And he went on to keep preaching his message and he went on and on and he kept going. I mean, you know the saying that a person can only retain 20 minutes or so, depending on what's being taught, of course, because you know there's people who sit for hours and listen to one thing. But when it comes to certain lectures or it comes to preaching and things like that, they'll tell you 20 minutes, 25 minutes. But this guy kept going and going. He was almost two hours into it, and the young lady kept showing kiss, kiss. Finally, he ended the service, and he went up to her, and he said, excuse me, but what is that? all about why is that written on there and kiss meant keep it short stupid <laughs> so and i think it might have been his wife or something it, the stories change over the years it's kind of one of those things where everybody adds their own little nuggets kind of like me talking about the long drawn out story but you get the idea and we need to make sure and this is very important and what i'm getting at is this is very important because when it comes to sharing the gospel you know we've heard the gospel shared in so many ways some stick to the message while others take three to four hour journey going all the way around just to come back and tell you if you ask jesus christ into your life live for him repent of your sins turn from the world turn to our lord and savior live for him read your word Follow what the word says. Get into a Bible-believing church that's preaching from the word of God, not just telling you stories every week, preaching you to the word of God, from the word of God. And not only that, but they're training you and they're equipping you so you can get out and put those boots on the ground and get to it. That's what it's about. 
It's not about taking you on this big, huge five-hour journey where you've forgotten what he, they were even talking about the first three hours. You know, you don't know how much time you're going to have. You don't want to take somebody who's busy in their day and you might be out sharing the gospel with them while they're out and about. Hey, you know about Jesus Christ? Yeah, I've heard about him, but I'm not interested. Well, why, why aren't you interested? Well, because I went to this church one time and I was wearing jeans. They had a hole in them. People gave me the stare down and someone told me, hey, the next time you come here, please wear dress pants. And I got offended. And I left and never came back because if that's the way they're going to be, you know, and then all of a sudden that happens. You go, hey, man, I know exactly what you mean. Listen, I go to a church where it's not about what you have on. It's about what's in your heart, what's in your spirit, man. Yes, you want to put on your best clothes, but at the same time, it's not all about having a dress up party. What are you really there for? You're there because you want to look better than Frank and have a $20,000 suit on. Are you there for Jesus Christ? Because remember, they all had robes, right? They had tunics on. They didn't have fancy designer jeans and fancy designer slacks and shoes and purses and hats and all that stuff. No, it was come as you are. Can you imagine if we got poofed back into their day? And I know different customs, different cultures. But can you imagine if we did get poofed back? Bam, we're back. They would look at us and think, what in the world are they wearing? Why are they wearing all that? Come on, let's go down to the river and get in there and start baptizing people. Well, I can't get in there with my fancy clothes on and my fancy shoes. Come on now. I'm dressed to the nines. You know what I mean? But And see, that's how easy it is to get off subject. You see how fast I did that? So let me get back on track. We're talking about the two-hour, three-hour journey and so forth. Keeping it simple. Keeping it short. Stick to the points, the major points. 1 Corinthians 2. Paul spoke, the Apostle Paul, and one of the things that he said, When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. You see what he said? When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom. He didn't come and try to impress you. He didn't try to talk over your head. He came to them with wisdom. He wanted to speak to them on their level right where they were. And we have to remember that. And that's what I love about reading the Apostle Paul's writings and taking notes from it and learning from what he's teaching because he's teaching about what we need to do, how we need to act, ways we can go and share the gospel. It's a perfect example, you know, and he goes on in verse two, for I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. I came to you in weakness, timid and trembling, and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God. So you see how he did that? So basically, instead of him, instead of Steve Lewis showing up and saying, let us pray, Heavenly Father, and two hours later I say, Amen. I get done just the prayer, and then I start speaking King Elizabeth English, Queen Elizabeth English out of the King James and your heads are spinning because I'm talking in a language that you have no comprehension of. 
You know, you don't know where people are from when you're sharing the gospel with them. You know, the whole sticking to the script should also be stick to the script and keep it simple. You don't know the level of education of the people you're speaking to. You don't know. You're just, if you come in on your own, you're not going to know. But if you rely on the Holy Spirit to guide you when you're speaking to individuals about the gospel of the kingdom, when you're sharing the good news about Jesus Christ, you rely on the Holy Spirit to help you. The Holy Spirit's going to show you some things about the individuals you're speaking to in a way where you're going to notice a person sitting in the back of a room, or you're going to notice a person who's shy or a person who's hurting. And you're going to say, instead of going to him and saying, you have Jesus. If you don't have Jesus, you're going to go to hell. No, you say, how are you doing today? Are you okay? And the person says, yeah, I'm fine. You go, really? Are you really okay? Because I just feel like you've got something on your mind. And then the door opens up because you allowed the Holy Spirit to guide you to see in that person's spirit man. And then all of a sudden you're speaking into their life and bringing healing and restoration into their life based on the situation that they're in that the Holy Spirit showed you. It's that type of thing. And it's exciting when you step out of the way and allow the Holy Spirit to use you because you'll notice things, things will happen that you wouldn't even imagine. You'll go up to a person and they're looking normal and then you'll say the right thing. Holy Spirit will guide you to say the right thing at the right time. And then the person's in tears. And they're saying, how did you know what was going on with me? Well, the Holy Spirit showed me that. When you ask Jesus Christ into your life, you get the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps guide you to be able to reach out and love on others and help others. Wow, really? I've never heard of this Holy Spirit thing. I, I don't know much about Jesus. I just know about what I see on the news or what I hear on TV or whatever. But tell me more about this because the way you came to me and approached me, I felt loved. I don't know what it is about you, but I feel a peace when I speak to you. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about because you've heard people say that to you. They've come to you and said, I don't know why I'm telling you all my problems, but this is what's going on with me right now and I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then you sit back and you talk to them and you don't beat them to death. You just like Paul, you speak to them in love. You speak to them simple and plain and rely on the power of the Holy Spirit, just like he said. And that is key. Sound good? And so that was that verse. And the other day I was re also reading in the book of Acts. So when I was doing my morning reading, I was reading the book of Acts and I was in chapter 20, verse 21. And I notice how Paul stuck, once again, he stuck to the message as he admitted something very important. And here's what he said. The apostle Paul said, I have had one message for Jews and Greeks alike, the necessity of repenting from sin and turning to God and having faith in our Lord Jesus. That's it. Period. There wasn't punctuation in the Bible back then. In fact, it was scrolls, but it wasn't punctuation. It was put in there in the 1600s, I believe, 1500s, 1600s. But either way, the point is, that's it, that's all. He just said it, and I'll say it again. I have had one message for Jews and Greeks alike, the necessity of repenting from sin and turning to God and having faith in our Lord Jesus. Start off with that. Simple, plain. 
I mean, you don't just walk them and say, hey, repent of your sins, turn to God and have faith in Jesus, you know, (laughs) but at the same time, as you're speaking and you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, you know, you're going to come out and say, we live in a fallen world. It's a broken world. Haven't you noticed the way the world's going? And the person goes, yeah, man, it's been crazy. Things are going downhill. I don't understand it. But I see these people who are walking around and they're like living the life. They're having problems, but yet they're in a good mood. Well, you know why? They have hope in Jesus. They've got hope in Jesus. It's a beautiful song by uh, Joe Barnes, Joe L. Barnes, and it's uh, Hope in Jesus. There's Hope in Jesus. It's, It's an awesome song. Joe L. Barnes. I like that guy. So anyway... Yeah, so then you just start speaking to them that way. You know, just like Paul said, stick to the script. That was it. I have one message. Repent of your sins, turn to God, have faith in Jesus Christ. You ask Jesus Christ in your life, repent of your sins, speak that out loud. Boom. And he stuck to the main points. He didn't complicate it. And Once again, no smoke and mirrors. He spoke the truth about the gospel of the kingdom, and that is really important. And we can do the same if we just focus on the facts and share the kingdom of God from the heart and from the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit. You know, I don't want to make it sound all complicated. You know, you hear people say the Holy Spirit's doing this, the Holy Spirit's doing that. When you learn that the Holy Spirit is within you, says in the word, Ask Jesus Christ into your life, be baptized, and you will get the Holy Spirit. So you ask Jesus Christ in your life, you repent. Now you have the Holy Spirit within you, the helper. And then you go from there, and then you'll start saying things that you never thought would come out of your mouth that are going to bring healing and restoration to the people that you're speaking to. And the bottom line is, lost people need a Savior. They need their spirit revived, restored, and renewed. And this can only be done through asking Jesus Christ into our lives. So we need to make sure we spread the word and don't forget to stick to the script. (laughs) And when you get to that point where you're going on and on, it's like, you know, my podcast average anywhere between 25 and 30 minutes. But if I dragged it on to an hour and a half, you would want to say to me, Steve, stick to the script, man. You're killing me. Stick to the script. Stay focused. You can tell a few jokes and laugh a little bit and, and give us examples. But my gosh, don't talk us to death. Save that for another day. I'm running out of gas. <laughs> but, you know, the key thing to remember, God sent his son in the form of a man to repair the broken relationship between God and man. He walked on the earth, was tempted by Satan, and never sinned. He relied on the word. Remember, when Satan tempted him in the the desert, in the wilderness, Jesus would respond to Satan by saying, The word says this. The word says man cannot live by bread alone. The word says, and we have to imitate that today. We have to remember that the word says, but Steve, this, this, and this is going on and the rules are changing and the laws are changing. Yeah. But you know what the word says, and I believe in the word of God and it's not my opinion. 
standing on the word of God. That's what it's all about. And so the key thing is he was tempted by Satan, never sinned. He restored the brokenhearted, healed the sick, and cast out demonic spirits. He showed love. The only people he really gave a hard time to was the religious people, right? The Sadducees, the Pharisees, always questioning him all the time. It wasn't the brokenhearted and the hurting. He was showing them love. He was healing them. He was feeding them. He was preaching and speaking to them. He was the perfect example of what man was originally supposed to look like before Satan deceived Adam and Eve. He became the sacrifice. He was beaten, hung on the cross, died, defeated death, and raised from the dead. It's getting exciting. He appeared as proof of his victory for days, quite a few days, over 40 days. In fact, I believe it was around 50 days. Jesus walked the earth after he was raised from the dead. And that resurrection power also raised others from the dead. And you can read about that in the word. That's what's awesome about reading the gospels and getting into the word. You can see all these nuggets where people will be like, what do you mean he walked the earth after he was raised from the dead? I thought he just walked around for a day or two and then poof, he went up. No, 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 no. Jesus appeared to people. He was cooking for the disciples. He was walking on the road hanging out with some disciples one evening. He was doing a lot. But it went on to say, and, and so, of course, as I was saying, he appeared as proof of his victory. He went to be with the Father so the gift of the Holy Spirit could once again dwell within man again. The kingdom of God restored on earth as it previously was before Adam fell. Bam. Stick to the script. And when you learn about the whole story, uh, one person I recommend you listen to is Miles Monroe. Miles Monroe, Jensen Franklin, different individuals like that I listen to and study the word based on their teachings. They t point you right to the word, but they teach you things like the kingdom of God and how the kingdom was all set up. You know, it's just like when we pray on earth as it is in heaven. Two different kingdoms. You got the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of earth. God wanted us to have a place to rule and reign. That's why Adam was told, name everything. You're in charge of the garden. You're in charge of the land. Name all the animals, birds and fish. That's what it was all about. Ruling and reigning and having dominion. And he gave that dominion away when Satan tricked him. But that's okay because God had a plan and sent Jesus down. And that's what it's important. And you learn that. So then you say, okay, now that I'm saved, I'm getting in the word. I've learned that portion now. Now I need to go and share that with other people. But not only do I share that with other people, I also show them by the way I live my life because I'm reading the word, I'm reading the gospels, I'm reading what the apostle Paul's writing about how we should live, how we should stay away from sin, how we should stay away from this and that, and how we should live in love, how we have the fruit of the spirit within us because we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, all these different things. So you're learning about all this stuff. It's like having a job and going and learning your job. Like when I was in the Air Force, same thing. I learned about my job, and then you couldn't stop me. I was ready to rock and roll 
we learned our jobs. We went out and worked on the B-52, loading bombs, doing all these different things. You could give me seven different lists of bombs, and I'd know how to load each one and do what we were told. We had our checklists. We had our guides, right? We had our TOs. We could go in there and say, okay, let's look that bomb up. All right, we need this, 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 and this. Okay, that one gets torqued to that. Boom, boom, boom. And we went and did our job. We didn't just keep sitting back and saying, yep, the B-52 holds bombs, and let's go ahead and yay, the B-52. Let's learn the same thing again next week. Yay, the B-52 and never touch the plane. No, and that's the same way we have to do with this. we got to stick to the script when we share the word of God. Keep key points. Stick to the key points. Don't complicate it. If it's not in the word, why are you sharing the extra nuggets? You know what I mean? And when I say not extra nuggets, but sometimes we add extra things to the scripture and then someone goes to read it and say, well, I don't see that in here. Oh, well, that's just what I heard from so-and-so. No, no, no. Share the word of God in a way that they can come back and go, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying right here. Just like the Bereans in the book of Acts, same thing. They went home and searched the scripture to make sure Paul and the apostles were teaching properly from the scripture. And so that's the same thing. You should be able to learn. You should be able to read the word and go, yep, okay. Christ was crucified, raised from the dead. Yes, the Holy Spirit was given to them. Oh, and then they went out and they went out by twos. Oh, right here. They went out by twos and they shared the word. Oh, these guys were chosen for a food pantry ministry. Oh, so you can have the Holy Spirit within you and you can go out and be in the food ministry like Stephen and the rest of the guys were. And you can still pray for people. And there's still miraculous signs happening while they're running the food pantry, while the apostles are over doing the teaching. Oh, so there's a teamwork. There's a body of Christ work going on where everybody can have something to do. This is good. And so as you're getting that information, you can get out and do what God called you to do. So, hey, stick to the script. You know what I mean? Don't drag it out. Stick to the word. If you need help with sharing the gospel, let me know. I can point you in the right direction. I can even put something up online if you want. And uh, you got the Romans Road. You can look that up right on Google or whatever search engine you use, DuckDuckGo or whatever one you use. And there's different ways you can lead someone to Christ. And then, of course, discipleship is what's next afterwards. You don't just lead them to Christ and leave them hanging. Get them a Bible that they can actually read and understand, and you go from there. And it takes time. You work together. You team up. Discipleship. There's a mathematical equation. You could disciple one person for a year, and then the two of you could go out and disciple two. And as it multiplies, you could actually, in less than 20 years, I believe, the entire world could be discipled. But it's taking the time to teach people so they'll know what they're doing. You don't just hand them a Bible and say, hey, good luck. You ask Jesus Christ for your life, you repent of your sins. Peace out. Have a good day. No, you got to do more than that. You got to get in the word. You got to learn. You got to get set up with the right discipleship training that's going to teach you the word of God, teach you about the Holy Spirit, teach you about that infilling and teach you about the Holy Spirit dwelling within you to guide you so you can hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you. That's when people say, I heard God's voice. That's the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is dwelling within man. Sound good? So you know what? I'm going to stop right there. I appreciate you all. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, hey, let's pray.
So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share this message about sticking to the script. And it even goes for me first and foremost before anybody else. One finger pointed at them, three pointed back at me. But if we can just get that in our spirit, man, the basics, speak in plain language so people can understand what we're saying. Stick to the script. Stick to the kingdom of God. Sticking to the gospel of the kingdom being shared so that people will know who Christ is. So people will know why the Heavenly Father sent him down in the first place and why he had to come and go so the Holy Spirit could come and dwell within us so greater works we could all do because he went to be with the Father. So Heavenly Father, I pray for all those out there that are lost and hurting. Pray for those who are willing to share the good news with others, that they get the strength they need, the wisdom they need to be the vessels that you call them to be. And Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for all my listeners and watchers. Truly appreciate them being on the other end of these shows. And I just ask that your will be done in all of our lives. And I thank you for all these things. And we pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, folks, Steve Lewis here with Relevance for Today Ministry. I just want to let you folks know about Spiritual Spotlight Podcast, which is a show where I'll be encouraging you in five minutes or less with Bible verses, my personal writings and more to give you a spiritual boost for your day. The Spiritual Spotlight Podcast will be airing on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. You won't be disappointed, that's for sure. And please do me a favor and check out the Relevance for Today TV show at www.kingdomcommunity.tv. Many of you know about Relevance for Today, where I encourage you out of the Word of God, teachings, trainings, equippings, all that good stuff. Make sure you check that out as well. All you have to do is go over to kingdomcommunity.tv and look up Relevance for Today with Stephen Lewis under the channel section. Or you can listen to them on any podcast app. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, you can watch them on there. Just look it up online. You'll find it. I'm really excited about it, and I'm hoping you'll check that out as well. And also, if you do me a favor, if you use Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor and rate and review the shows because it helps get our ratings up so that more people will be able to see our podcast. Sound good? With that being said, hey, God bless you guys. Let's get connected. Thanks for tuning in to Spiritual Spotlight Podcast as well as Relevance for Today TV show and the podcast. Hey, God bless you guys. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your day. Peace. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in once again. Really appreciate it. Hey, Kingdom Community TV. Don't forget, kingdomcommunity.tv. Don't just go over there and look at my channel, which my channel is Relevance for Today with Stephen Lewis. Just look up channels, go from there. I live stream 24-7 now, so that's awesome. So you can go over there and binge watch me if you want. And I think I have over 50 episodes uploaded on the channels. But I want to encourage you also to check out other people's channels as well. There's many great ministers on there, great ministries, teachings and equippings. There's even a ministry school. So many wonderful things. Yep. So with that being said, and Relevance for Today podcast, as well as the Spiritual Spotlight podcast on any podcast out app, check those out as well. Get in touch with me, folks. Send me a comment or questions, whatever it may be. I look forward to hearing from you as well. And shout out to the folks in Ohio. There's some folks listening to me in Ohio. And I just want to say, hey, 
God bless you all because when it shows up on the stats and I see all these people in Ohio getting all these downloads, I don't know who you are, but all I know is I appreciate you all listening as well as those in Maine, Texas, and there's a few other states where there's quite a few people listening as well, Pennsylvania and uh, different places like that as well as in the rest of the parts of the world. A couple people over in China were downloading some shows the other day. Brothers and sisters in Pakistan, Philippines, all around the world, you know where you are. And in Africa, same thing. There's a couple countries in Africa as well. And uh, Australia and all the different locations. I uh, really appreciate it. We've got 15 or 16 different countries we're at right now. i got to get my map put back up. But uh, really appreciate it. Hey, with that being said, love you guys. Appreciate you. Take care of yourselves. Stick to the script. Peace.